if you heard about this, but Canada is getting super aggressive when it comes to smoking. And uh, according to Health Canada, each year, roughly 48,000 Canadians are killed from tobacco use. And it is the number one preventable cause of death and disease in the country and, in fact, globally. Smoking rates have declined over the years. You know, there's fewer people uh, taking up the habit. But the latest data from Statistics Canada revealed last month, 10% of Canadians are smoking regularly in 2021. And the government is seeking to cut that in half by uh, 2035. They want to get it down to 5% of uh, the population smoking and they i mean they would like to in a best case scenario nobody would smoke but that's probably not very realistic but on friday the federal government announced its uh, proposal to print warnings on individual cigarettes we're not not talking about packages because we've had warnings on packages for years but individual cigarettes would have warnings on them and this is aimed directly at people that are smoking just one cigarette. They're not buying the whole pack. Who are those people? Probably young people, probably people that can't afford to buy a pack of smokes now. They are super expensive. Um, but I'd like to bring on to the show uh, Robert Schwartz. He's a professor at the University of Toronto's Dalí Lana School of Public Health and executive director of the Ontario Tobacco Research Unit just to talk about the uh, changes that are forthcoming. Robert, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Nice to be here. How long is, has this you know, new proposed regulation of, of writing a health warning on a cigarette that, you know, you're going to smoke, so will actually be burnt in the process of using it. How long has this been in the works? Uh, well, there's been talk about this in the research community for several years, um, but uh, the government, uh, is, this is new for the government of Canada, and uh, Canada actually would be the first jurisdiction in the world to have it. Uh, so it's quite innovative, and uh, I applaud it. And this is proposed legislation, right? So this hasn't passed. Uh, do we know how long it would pass if it got the uh, thumbs up? Well, I mean, what I've been reading is that uh, they expect it to go through without any problem and to be in effect uh, in 2023. And some people um, that are experts in the field of uh, of cancer research and uh, cigarettes in general uh, are saying these are a step in the right direction, but they're not far enough when it comes to cutting tobacco usage. Are you one of the the experts that would say that? And if so, where do we need to go? Absolutely. First of all, I mean, every step helps. And uh, the research that's been done suggests that uh, having warning labels on each set will make a bit of a difference. Um, and uh, uh, every every step like that should definitely be done. Uh, we know that in order to really decrease the use of tobacco, we need to deal with the supply as well. Uh, having cigarettes available at every corner store, often 24 hours a day, uh, does not help people who are trying to quit smoking. Uh, it doesn't help uh, in terms of uh, youth initiation. Uh, in addition to that, uh, the age uh, for smoking uh, is quite low here in Canada. And in Ontario, so we're at 19 years. Um, in you know, all across the United States, it's already 21 years old. Uh, beyond that, uh, New Zealand uh, is now moving towards a tobacco-free generation, and that would mean anybody born after a certain year would never be uh, allowed uh, to purchase cigarettes. You couldn't sell cigarettes to anybody 
who was born, uh, say, if they're 18 today, they'd never be allowed to, uh, to purchase cigarettes. Um, these are the kinds of measures that can make a difference. Of course, increasing the price of cigarettes through taxation is a uh, tried and true measure. Australia has gone way ahead of Canada, and uh, it's time that Canada took more uh, measures to increase the price of cigarettes for smokers. When it comes to bans, though, wouldn't that just uh, give a leg up to anybody who's running a black market? I didn't say ban. Um, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm talking about New Zealand banning. I'm not suggesting suggesting that we have a prohibition on the sale of cigarettes. Certainly not overnight. Um, By the way, our surveys demonstrate that the majority of Canadians uh, would support an implementation of a prohibition over the course of a five to ten year period, including uh, the majority of smokers. Um, People know that this stuff is really bad for you. Isn't it a bit of ironic? Uh, The government says, yeah, go ahead and buy it. Buy the poison. We're just going to tell you on every cigarette that it's poison. Sure. And I think if you don't already know that, uh, you know, the messaging's almost lost on you. To me, it does seem like an interesting way to go about getting people to quit smoking because we've known that, you know, people, I mean, we know that it causes cancer. We know that, you know, tobacco companies are uh, now having to put ads and, uh, you know, very graphic ads on cigarette packs. And uh, I don't know that this is going to change much, but is it aimed? Uh, who Who is it aimed at? Is it aimed at well, uh, know, people it, that just... It is, aimed, it is aimed both at people who uh, are current smokers uh, and at young people who, you know, are offered a cigarette, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, and don't see the graphic warnings on the package. I'm not an expert in advertising, but from what I've read about the research on uh, warning labels on cigarette packs and the experimental research that's been done on uh, warnings uh, on individual cigarettes, it actually you're putting it the warning in the face of the smoker or the potential yeah. smoker right there each and every time. So it's going to make a difference for some people at some point. Right. They're standing there having a, a cigarette. They look down and see the messaging. If you're alone, it's uh, definitely something that you're going to focus on. Um, so this is a big step. Uh, it's not, I mean, it's not set in stone yet. I believe that people will be able to, uh, there'll be a 75 day public consultation period that uh, just began on the weekend to seek feedback from Canadians. I, as, as you say, I don't know a lot of people that would push back on this, but I also don't know how much impact it's going to have on people that are already smoking. I guess the hope is to stop kids from smoking. Should we be looking at vaping in a similar way? Well, that's a whole other can of worms. Um, so uh, vaping is highly problematic for a couple of reasons. The first being that it, people are vaping nicotine, and nicotine is what is the highly addictive substance in cigarettes. So the, a lot of tobacco companies are now in the business of selling e-cigarettes, um, and they continue to sell the product that they uh, like to sell, which is nicotine. Get, get young people addicted on nicotine, and you'll have a customer for life. Mm-hmm. Now, addiction is in if itself a problem. Like, sometimes we think, oh, it's okay if, we're, if they're addicted to nicotine, uh, if nicotine doesn't cause any other health problems. Uh, first of all, he- nicotine may cause some other health problems, uh, but dependence in itself, addiction, is a problem. And uh, in our studies, we've been interviewing and surveying young people who have become addicted to e-cigarettes, and they are very unhappy about it. Uh, it is affecting their life. Uh, it affects uh, their, uh, them financially. It affects their ability to function. 
they wake up uh, in the morning. They need to grab an e-cigarette. Um, sometimes they wake up in the middle of the night. They don't want to be addicted. They're very angry about having become addicted to nicotine. So that's, you know, a main problem with e-cigarettes. Secondly, there is emerging research, increasing uh, amount of evidence, demonstrating that uh, vaping e-cigarettes has really bad effects on the respiratory uh, system. Um, so the rates of asthma amongst kids who vape uh, is, uh, is, is double uh, that among kids who don't vape. Uh, we just uh, did a study on um, the incidence of asthma and the use of uh, health services related to respiratory diseases amongst people who vape, and uh, they are significantly higher than people who don't vape. Um, you know, I could go on and on, uh, mm. but uh, vaping e-cigarettes is not a good idea at all. Yeah, I just wonder why there's not a level playing field. Uh, you know, I mean, if they both are harmful, shouldn't they both be labeled? I mean, it's it seems a no-brainer. You know, we've talked about this before when it comes to e-cigarettes and vaping. Get rid of those bubblegum flavors. I, I, you know, you, you don't need to make it taste good. Perhaps you should just make it taste like... Uh, you know, what it, what it is, which is potentially really harmful for you. It, it, if it had a nasty taste about it, people wouldn't do it. Um, it, it, it seems like common sense. So what do you think of the uh, warning on the individual cigarettes? What they are toying with right now is poison in every puff. Yeah, you know, I, I think those kinds of uh, messages uh, are helpful. They've got to be direct. They've got to be strong. They've got to be evidence-based. So the problem with putting similar warnings on e-cigarettes is that mm-hmm. we don't have the same evidence base that we have for cigarettes. Ah, so time will tell. For 60 years now. Right. Um, uh, so we, we have a tremendous amount of evidence, which is really conclusive. Uh, on e-cigarettes, uh, the evidence is just emerging. It takes many, many years before people start getting really sick uh, from uh, from vaping e-cigarettes. So the jury's out. We still have studies going on on e-cigarettes, but as it stands right now, we're fully aware of how harmful uh, cigarettes can be uh, for people that are addicted and, and even not addicted uh, because we know about secondhand smoke as well. So this is most likely going to happen. Um, it's not enough. Uh, but it's a it's a start. What's the takeaway for you? Yeah, uh, great. You know, I applaud the government, um, and uh, let's keep on pushing uh, the government to do more and deeper, um, and and uh, you know, get to less than five percent, but not by two thousand thirty five, but by two thousand twenty five. Wouldn't that be great, yeah. Robert? I want to thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thanks very much. Have a great day. Robert Schwartz is a professor of the University of Toronto's Dalilana School of Public Health and executive director of the Ontario Tobacco Research Unit.